Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Treasure Talks. In this one, I'm joined by Delicious Ori, international heavyweight amateur boxer, who's just been braced with the good news that he will be making it into the GB squad. This is massive, it means he'll represent Great Britain. And I've wanted him on here for a while anyway, since I've started it, is a name that I've thought about because I've heard of the hard work that he puts in and I've seen it for myself. He's a big talent and I've seen that, you know, people are sort of clocking onto that now. He's been on Sky Sports and um, the Gadget Show, different TV, where they show him and uh, they, they sort of seem to be recognising that he could be the next big prospect in boxing. I definitely agree. He seems destined for greatness from his name to his hard work and attitude to his willingness to learn. I think one thing that stood out is how he talked about visualisation in this. And that was insightful. It means that I'll use that for my own growth with the stuff he's saying. Because he visualises his goals and then he puts the steps in to try and meet them. And he's done that again and again. He talks about the future and what he's hoping for. Whether you enjoy boxing or not, this is a motivational podcast episode and I do encourage you to listen. I'm also going to ask a big favour of listeners. If you don't mind heading over to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to this, and just leaving a review um, if you like the content that I put out there. That helps me gain more listeners and it means a lot. So I really do appreciate it. Um, you can find all the links as usual on treasuretalks.net. But let's get into it. So we finally got you on here, national ABA, Haringey gold medalist, English national champion, East Midlands Bucks Cup gold medalist. I don't think I'm going to take Michael Buffer's job, uh. but uh, welcome, delicious already. Thank you very much. Thank what, you for having me. Yeah. <laughs> what a name as well. I, I didn't know that was your name because everyone calls you DJ. DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's different, isn't it? Yeah. So it's, a, it's definitely a star's no, name, isn't you, it? Yeah, well, I hope so. <laughs> no, it will be. Um, no, because my middle name is Justin. Just so it's delicious, Justin Ori. Oh, okay. So that's what people. It's not random, like yeah. DJ. Nah, it's delicious, Justin Ori. That's why. Oh, nice. I bet you get a lot of comments on, on your name. Yeah, and people find yeah, it out. yeah, yeah. I get, get comments here and there. <laughs> <laughs> can definitely see it in the lights. But I just went through all the accolades that you've got there, the things that you've won in the past. I don't know if I butchered some of them and got any of them wrong, but you've, so far, so you've won the, your national ABA champion. Yeah, yeah. That's what, I'm, that's what I've got right now. So, so the, basically the best, um, the highest achievement you can get as a national amateur I mean, boxer, so... Congratulations, because you've just got into the GB squad, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. And it, was it that that did it once you won the nationals? Um, yeah, um, I would say so. I don't think every boxer gets the um, the, the offer, um, but I'll say that definitely played a big part in being able to get into Team GB. How does it feel to even say that? Oh, it feels it feels great. Like um, you know, boxing for three and a half years, yeah, it basically, you know. It shows that if you put in work, if you put in enough work, you get you know you get a return, you get something back, and you know in this case it's being able to be on Team GB. That's why I wanted you on here as well because I've seen you around the gym and people have told yeah. me about you. And one thing I know you do, I know you've got talent, but you're very hard working. You're into your strength and conditioning, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and sure. always you know getting in the gym and and doing what you've got to do. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's amazing to see that you've actually made it into the. GB squad. Yeah. Um, so when are you due to box next? Uh, see, I'm I'm unsure yet. I know I start um, GB 
uh, end of August. Yeah. So I'll get on there. And then that's and then they'll start. They'll tell me, you know, they'll give me kind of my routine, my my program, and then, uh, you know, hopefully put me in tra- uh, training camps, and then potentially get me a fight. But at the moment, I'm unsure. Um, it's basically in GB's hands. Okay, the fact that you just said as well that three and a half years. I don't know if it, like listeners might not be sort of uh, have a good understanding of boxing but that's like ridiculous isn't it yeah. three and a half years like people spend 10 Eight, years yeah, plus yeah, to yeah. get in the gb squad yeah. it's uh see i started uh when i started i thought to myself you know if i don't if i do this i need to make sure i do it properly um so i made sure i didn't waste any time because i started quite late as well I started at um 18 okay coming up to 19 it was like the end of 18 so i thought to myself if i don't do it now if i don't do it properly there was no point of doing it. Um, so I made sure I made it every day count and I trained every day properly, listened to the right people. Um, and then, yeah, slowly building myself up and being consistent as well, Try, you know, consistent over the three and a half years. If you didn't start until 18, what was you doing before that time? And then what suddenly like, clicked for you to say, OK, I'm going to give boxing a go? Uh, I've always been athletic. I've always uh, been competitive. I've always played different sports. My main sport was basketball. Uh, I used to play that since I was about 11. I can <clears> see why as yeah. well. How tall are you? I'm over six foot six. Six foot six. But yeah, so yeah, ten, 10 years old, I used to play. Um, yeah, then about 18, then I switched it up and switched it to boxing. Um, one of the main reasons I did switch it up was because of um, my friend went into me and my friend had the in dreams and aspirations into uh, playing in, in for the NBA, uh, playing basketball in the NBA, and then he w- managed to get a scholarship. I think uh, about sixteen, um, but at, the, at that time we w- um, we were studying, so we we're doing an exams. I think I took my exams a lot more serious than I did basketball at the time. So he managed to get a scholarship in America, whereas I stayed. And I thought to myself, you know, if I don't take it if I don't do anything now there's no point really chasing that uh, that big basketball dream um, so I said you know what? I decided to stay I continued my studies in the UK and um, I thought you know I'm pick another sport that I could potentially do uh, you know be good in and I've always wanted to box but I never got the opportunity to growing up as a kid um, but then yeah I just tried it at 18 and I, I, I loved it I just carried on um, and then I you know looked at um, people have done it in the past, you know. For example, Anthony Joshua, uh, Deontay Wilder, who's they all started late, um, and they were able to make something out of it through consistency and hard work. Which I thought, you know, I'm just going to follow their steps and see what happens. Are they big inspirations too, people like Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder. Wilder. Yes, yeah, huge inspirations because they made me think that uh, they they reinforced the the fact that it is possible to do. Um, to start late, to come from a non-fighting background, and then be able to, um, you know, use your athleticism into the world of boxing and be able to achieve and strive in the, in the sport. It sounds like you you know what you want. I mean, you're still young, but you seem to know what your goals yeah. are and that you you're gonna put hundred percent in it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, at the age of eighteen, I planned it out. Planned the whole thing out and what I thought, you set goals and yeah you know what? yeah set goals i thought to my, the, my my first main goal when i started boxing was to win the national aba title that was the first thing i did a lot of research and who won it in the past 
um, who could bead for it. Um, but yeah, so now I'm able to tick that from the box and look at my next goal, which is obviously to get on Team GB. And th these are both, and you've achieved both. Yeah. Both huge step. Did you? I'm guessing there were small little steps in there where you'd go, okay. Yeah. I've gone in the gym, and then the next part was I've had my first fight, that's ten it. fight, and just slowly work your way to that. That's it. Obviously, those are the main big goals, but there were very little goals, objectives in between the goals. Um, but yeah, the next one was Team GB. Now it's just getting into um, GB, understanding how it works, the procedures, getting the right quality sparring, you know, the world class sparring, getting experience all around the world, and then you know. Wherever GB um, enters me and do I, you know, succeed in that? When you first walked in the gym, what was the feeling there? How did was it intimidating, uh, or did you just know that oh, that felt like home from from the it moment? Wasn't, that's a good question. I even asked that. You know, it wasn't intimidating. I remember walking into the gym for the first time. It wasn't intimidating at all. Even though I've never boxed, I've never fought before. Never, never done anything come from a violent background. Never uh, punched anyone. Uh, but you know, walking in there didn't feel intimidating. It felt very new. I felt um, excited. I didn't feel nervous or anything like that. Um, I just felt, oh, I wanna, I wanna do this, and I feel like I can be the best at it if I just yeah. keep on doing it. So I didn't, I didn't wasn't intimidated or scared whatsoever. I think that's that competitive mindset as well. Like you yeah. say, you're seeing people and you're already mapping out which direction you're going. In. You're yeah. thinking, okay, I can with hard work, I can get there. Yeah. What's to be fair, I would say, you know what, it might, it might. Because I, I wasn't scared or nervous or anything. It might have been because I was so uh, was it new to it. I didn't understand it. I didn't understand boxing. I thought it was easy. So I think uh, maybe ignorance played a part at the start. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I didn't see the harshness of boxing. I didn't yeah. see the, hard, the real harshness, the pain during sparring. I just thought, yeah, this will be easy. I'm just going to have a go. No no fear at all whatsoever. Well, I had to learn the hard way. <laughs> yeah. I think everyone gets humbled at some stage, <laughs> they do, don't, don't they? they? It, doesn't, it doesn't matter you know, yeah, how yeah. good you are. Everyone learns lessons in the gym. Yeah, that's correct, yeah. Definitely. How much did you weigh at that time? Because you would have been like 18. Yeah, so I was about... See, I never really looked at my weight or managed my weight until uh, boxing, basketball. I never really had to look at my weight, um, which I think is a good thing. Uh, because if I started younger, I would always be conscious of my weight. I don't think that's good for the mentality and no. psychology of a human being. Um, but yeah, I started look, managing my weight at 18. I, I weighed in about 95. That's what I was weighing in at So 18. 95 kilograms, kilograms which yeah. is probably about, uh, I'd probably get it wrong, probably about 16 stone, something around that. Oh, no, less than that. Or is it less than that? Less, but you, you less than 15. walked in as a, a big guy even at 18. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So people would have probably been seeing you come in yeah, and be like, oh, yeah, we've, yeah. Got, we've got a heavyweight in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, sparring's always going to be tough then, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, when I started, I didn't really spar till about till three months in anyway. It was just a lot of, because I was so, I couldn't even throw a punch. I was so unorthodox. I was so weird, so dangly. Um, I had to just practice in the mirror. Three months straight, just shadow boxing, constant, and just nailing the fundamentals, which is a jab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's probably one of your main assets now. Yeah. Would you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say, well, that's what people say. That's what um, I felt. I feel like I've got the most success in. Simple as the jab. Who have you been compared to? Are there any boxers people try and draw a comparison to? Uh, not really. Um, no, there's not. No one's never really mentioned any in terms of boxers. You've been touted as England's, you know, next heavyweight boxer that's going to 
yeah. you know, be, you've been on Sky Sports and stuff yeah, like that, yeah, haven't yeah. you? Yeah, I mean, people are saying um, that could be, you know, the next AJ and all that stuff. Um, not probably not in terms of the style, but in terms of the the path that he's that he's took and yeah. um, the competitions that he's won. Um, you know, in a short space of time. Yeah, and obviously you speak well and you seem marketable as well as having the skill, which is plays a good part yeah. in boxing as well, doesn't it? As, yeah, yeah, aside yeah. from the the actual fighting, yeah, the fighting yeah. itself, yeah, for sure. Um, what's it like? Because I mean, I followed boxing since I was young as well, um, more as a spectator, but yeah, I think a lot of people don't understand it and they see records and flashing yeah. lights, but really, like you just said, you walked into the gym and you you had to learn the hard way. You also go to like these leisure halls, don't you? And mm-hmm. that's where that's where all these champions are made. You know yeah. these little s- small yeah, yeah, social yeah. halls. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. happened? What? How did you feel when you got there? Did you expect that? Did you get uh, there and think, "What's this?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. Um, when I started, I didn't really think it was gonna. My first bout was in a uh, was it was it like a working men club? You know, it was a social club, very dark, grimy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, I didn't really expect it at all. But I just kind of went along with it. Uh, thought, you know, let's see what happens. I just kept looking at six, seven years down the line where I'm going to end up. So I just, I just thought, you know what, just put myself through all of this, and then six years down the line, you'll achieve what you want to achieve. Yeah, I can't remember what it was Ali said, but it was something along those lines of suffering in the gym to yeah, be a yeah, champion. Yeah, yeah, and enjoy the rest of your life as a yeah, champion. Yeah, exactly. Um, talking a little bit about heavyweight boxing, it seems to obviously. It's been quiet for a little bit. I think the Klitschko's dominated. Well, I don't know. Well, yeah, it? it was at least a decade, I yeah. think, wasn't it? And mm. it's not to everyone's taste. Not for heavyweight boxing. People sometimes like to see, you know, the violence or at least yeah. competition, more competition, I think. And now we're seeing, there's quite a few. We've got Tyson Fury, Joshua, Wilder are the obvious ones. But now mm. we've got Ruiz in the line, who's, yeah. who has entered and also Dillian White. Yes. What's your thoughts on that? Heavyweight boxing at the minute. Well, I think I, I, I absolutely love it. Um, what's going on at the moment in terms of rivalry and people saying, "No, oh, is I, I like the competition. I like when people talk about it because then it opens the market for me when I when I yeah. get up to that level. Um, so it's good. It's good when um, um, fighters, you know, go, go scream at each other and yeah. you know talk and all that stuff. But because it's entertainment and you know it keeps it keeps it interesting. Have you got a favourite out of those guys, or you just um, admire? Obviously, all of them? I, I, I admire all of them. I respect all of them. I've got, you know, um, I respect all all of them and what they do. Well, I'd say my favourite will obviously be AJ. He's my initial inspiration. Um, but I like all of them. I'm a fan of Tyson Fury, fan of White, um, all of them. Now I'm a fan of um, Ruiz. So it's like. You know, because I know what, well, I'm not knowing to the extent of what they go through, but I train and I fight and I know in terms of psychologically and mentally and physically what they have to go through to get to that level. So I respect them, respect that for them they have to be doing that stuff. Yeah, I get that as well. Like Sometimes it's easy to just watch it and they, you know, other people don't suffer the headaches or the, no. the aches and pains and yeah. and the nerves before going, it. going out. They don't there. see the, uh, the real hard part of it. They just see the, uh, oh, he lost because he didn't do this. And, yeah. You know, they don't see the, the, the nasty part. I'm a big fan at the minute of Tyson Fury. I didn't like him when, when I first saw him. He seemed like a bit 
street fighter yeah, yeah, yeah. and then all of a sudden I've watched him now and his, his speed is like like a middleweight a yeah, super yeah, yeah, middle or yeah. something and then yeah. uh, I like Joshua I like, to be fair I'm, I'm the same as you I like all of them and I yeah. think Ruiz seemed to outbox Joshua didn't yeah. he it's yeah. not, it wasn't a lucky punch no, no it wasn't it was um, it was tactical I think, I think it was in the, all in the game plan I worry for the rematch as well because he's yeah. got fast hands, hasn't he, Ruiz? Ruiz has got fast hands, um, and you know people forget the fact that he's had over a hundred amateur fights, so he's he's got a good amateur, solid amateur pedigree behind him. Um, in terms of the rematch, I do think AJ will win. Oh, you do think that? Yeah, AJ will win because I think AJ just works harder, and you know he's got the hunger now. He's had the hunger before, but he's got the real hunger again. Um, he's got the, the fire burning again within him um, he's a warrior and you know he's got to get to this stage where he's at now in such a short space of time it's going to take some certainty some heart and I feel like he would he would pull through and win this his second one he's another one isn't he that went on so quick he's been kind of fast tracked yeah. and it's easy to forget it because he's yeah. so well known yeah. he's, he did three four years got into the yeah. GB squad similar to yourself and then he had these journeymen um, but I think one of the problems with the marketing is how well they did so quick and then yeah. fans kind of oh this isn't a fair fight but you've got to remember it's early days isn't yeah, it yeah, and yeah. then what's the thing he's only had <clears throat> was, he, was he on now 23, 24 something like that yeah um, you know you got to remember that he's just he's only just started as a professional and <clears throat> people think you know people are thinking why is he not fighting him why is he not fighting him but but because he's only been in the game for three, four years as a, as a professional, uh, people just people just want to see a knockout, don't they? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the disadvantages of it, of the whole fast track thing, isn't it? Um, but yeah, that's just the way it is, I guess. That's boxing. Has Joshua laid the path out for you? Do you think in terms of? Definitely, you I think he's laid the path out for every inspi- aspiring heavyweight. Um, definitely, <clears throat> I feel like he has for me. He's uh, made the path clearer. He's made it more possible, and um, yeah, he's made the heavyweight scene more attractive to be a part of. Um, I think if it wasn't, you know, if he wasn't there, if it wasn't a picture, it wouldn't be as glamorous yeah. as it is now. Now that he is, so he's definitely made a definitely made a huge dent in terms of in, in 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 me mentally, um, in terms of like. The motivation, you know, if he can do it, why not? Why can't I do it? How many fights are you on now? You've got around <coughs> 30 fights. Yeah, about 30 now. Yeah, okay. exactly 30. So you still want to gain a lot of experience before yeah. looking to turn over to yeah, the Yeah, yeah, I feel like I'm just, I'm still, I'm still learning as an amateur, still early, early days. And you're still young. How old are you I'm, now? I'm 22. Yeah, so lots of time to learn. And I feel like heavyweights have more of a shelf life, as in yeah, you can sometimes you don't get into your prime until you're older, which yeah, is a yeah, good yeah, thing yeah, for you doing so well now yeah, yeah. that you've still got that to come as well. Yeah, yeah. It's all about building, for me, I feel like it's all about building the amateur, the amateur pedigree because now you can afford to make mistakes. You know, you can afford to, you know, um, do that wrong because you can go back and, and work on it. As a pro, you've got less uh, chances um, <clears throat> because, and it's, it's sad because everyone wants to see that that zero L's in your on your record. Yeah. So it's important to keep it. Um, obviously, it's important to make sure you don't lose. 
Um, so you, you, you can't afford to make mistakes as a pro. That's why I think as a, it's good to get the, all the mistakes out of the way as an amateur. Learn, learn the hard way, then just cruise through the pros, obviously to get to that British level or world world level where it starts to get hard again. Yeah, so I mean, like, polished records. I think Mayweather's, like, a big part of that as well. Yeah, Where it's, it's not that realistic in heavyweight boxing. No. It's, uh, it's a different kettle of fish, isn't yeah. it, to the other divisions? Yeah, unfortunately, you know, that is just the way it is, and that's the way people see boxing, so we just have to roll with it, because yeah. at the end of the day, the fans that are uh, paying to watch it um, and keeping boxers, you know, fed, yeah. <laughs> in, in a way. So you got to... Pleasing, basically. Yeah, it's entertainment, isn't it? Like, yeah. it's a sport, but it's also entertainment. That yeah. comes with it, for yeah. sure. Uh, what's been your hardest fight to date? You've had 30 yeah, fights. You've seemed to have done really well, obviously. Yeah. I'm sure you've had some hard sparring and stuff as well. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd of... say, I don't know. Uh, I've, I've, there's definitely been tougher fights. There's been tougher fights than, you know, it's fluctuated. So I've had tough fights. I've had not-so-tough fights. I don't have one that's been very you know so difficult I couldn't you know even I couldn't manage um there's a you know some in the box up finals even the, even the ABA finals that was tough that was a tough fight I've had many tough fights but I don't I wouldn't say I have one opponent where I thought you know this is the toughest enough you know um they've all been I've, I've had like I said I've had easier but I've had very tough as well there's been a couple uh I've had tough sparring sessions where they've just been equal, as equal, equally as tough as the actual fight you know sparring people like Fraser Clark Solomon who've been there for years and so experienced in, in you know in boxing um, that I say they're, they're just as tough them sparring sessions are just as tough as um, my, my bouts yeah. that's that's the closest you're going to get to fighting so it's good that you're yeah. you're getting that experience in a lot of people like Fraser Clark a lot big names in the in amateur boxing yeah. as well so mm. that sounds exciting one thing I was going to ask you is do you get nervous before any of these fights obviously you're in the gym trying to replicate it with sparring mm. and hard sparring as well mm. do you get nervous before you go out yeah yeah I get very nervous before every single every single fight um, but the difference is I manage the nerves differently better every time I fight so I expect the nerves I don't fight the nerves I let, I let it happen um but I, I kind of manage it more efficiently to then use it for my uh, benefit than disadvantage, I guess. So, yeah, so I do get very nervous, basically. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's always a good insight because, again, as a spectator, and I know I keep talking about the fans, and but obviously that's my perspective of yeah. boxing, and it's easy to forget that you think these people are machines. Obviously, you're athletic, you're six yeah. foot six, doesn't mean that when you're in the back, no. you know, you, you're fighting other big guys out there, you're going to obviously it. get nervous. That's it, you know, it, it will, my coach always tells me, if you're not, if you're not nervous, you're not human. Uh, yeah. Everyone gets nervous, um, but I think the real true champions, the people that stand out, are the ones that can manage it um, and face the nerves um, better than others. Um, so yeah, I just accept them, I let it happen, I just roll with it and um, try and use it to my advantage rather than disadvantage. Yeah. You're not just, um, even though you work hard with boxing, have you got that kind of same mentality in other areas of your life? Yeah, so, yeah, uh, I'm at Aston University, so I'm, you know, I'm, at, I'm at uni. Uh, I, I'm, say, I'm quite academic, uh, yeah. so I do like um, 
my maths and yeah, I study economics. Okay. Yes, yeah, so I do like my maths. I do like my business. That's something to good to good to have on the side. Um, yeah, it's always good to, to have something to fall back on. So you're not putting all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. You're, you're getting your degree and that's it. That's going it. Through that as well. Yeah. yeah that's what it. about with work? Obviously, you got into the GB squad now, but before yeah. then, the grind is. Um, either going to work, going to uni. Yep. Have you had to manage all that? Yeah, all yeah. Time? Initially, yes. Uh, so I had to manage, um, you know, being able to work, um, university and box all at the same time. It was very hard. But you know, a lot of people say they don't have time. One thing I don't get is when people say they don't have they don't have time to to train. I don't understand that because you can always make time to train. Um, it's just you just got to sacrifice other things. So obviously, I did have to sacrifice a bit of a social life bit of um, maybe even sleep time but you know I made sure I made, made time for it for the most important things yeah you have to sort of it's how much you want it isn't it you exactly. have to make it your priority exactly Every, everyone has time to do whatever they want to do it's just they don't make it as a priority as they sh- as much as a priority as they should what's a normal week look like to you then have you got yeah I've got commitments a, yeah, yeah so I've got a, a full so I, I've got a full weekly program when it comes to training um all at the end of the day, about eighty percent of my mind is just thinking about training and yeah. food. <laughs> that is it. And what am I training next? And what am I eating next? That's all I care about. <laughs> Everything else comes second. But yeah, I'll train uh, now that I'm not on Team GB yet. Uh, I have my own program, so I'll train a minimum two days a week. Six sorry, two days a two times a day, six times a week. Um, yeah, so I'll be doing that every every week. I've got a whole plan sorted i've been doing this now for three and a half years and it's been it's been doing all right i've <laughs> been working so yeah uh, obviously with that i'll be at university i'll juggle uni as well juggling it around um but i I'll, you know i do make sure that um, i always put the core training program um in my forefront i'll make sure that's the thing i get done with my priority before i do anything else yeah so that comes first to that you over first. anything before, else yeah before anything i wouldn't do I wouldn't put anything before that how much do you weigh now because I was just thinking in terms of looking at what you eat and your training each day have you got to try and pack in the calories or do you just naturally tend to keep Um, the the weight on because it's important to stay heavy isn't it definitely for me uh, I am so I find it very hard to lose weight and very easy to gain Okay. So yeah. I'm not the uh, lose weight easy. No, I'm the other way around. So I gain weight very, very easily. It could be muscle weight or fat. It doesn't matter. I can gain it. So I started when I started boxing. I was ninety, about ninety five kilos. Now I'm about one ten. Okay. Yeah. So big, a big, I've had uh, a big kilos weight. in about space of three years. Um, obviously, with the massive help of my uh, strength and conditioning coach Anthony Rogan, um, and obviously my boxing coaches just help me put it on functional good weight um, not just you know eating whatever but functional good weight you still eat good and I know it's functional weight because I'm, <clears throat> I'm able to um, hit faster times when I'm doing track work even though I weigh 15 kilos heavier you know I'm able to run I'm running faster I'm running for longer more I'm fitter I can lift more but I'm 15 kilos heavier Are you, so you're matching guys that are smaller than you oh yeah yeah, yeah. For, really for sure yeah 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 hundred percent and you shouldn't really technically you shouldn't be able to match someone yeah. you know someone is a similar level boxer to you but smaller weights that yeah, means you yeah. are doing something right yeah well. yeah i'm able to shift um you know i'm able to shift around the track 
I, I know that your strength and conditioning coach and T-Locks to do a lot of compound movements and yeah. body weight, is that a lot of the things that you're doing for your... Uh, yeah, yeah, so he's, Anthony Rogan has taught me a lot. He made me change, he, he changed my perception of training. When I started, I was very much on my own and there was a lot of YouTube videos. Um, and But I didn't really understand it, I just did it. Um, but with training with Anthony made me change the way I think of training altogether. Um, compound, and I you know, found out that compound lifting is so much more important than isolated. Um, I don't need to do isolated lifts. It's all about compound. Also, I found I knew about you know I was able to find out about my heart rate, um, conditioning, how important conditioning is, when to do it, as well as that, um, when to eat, how much to eat, what to eat. Um, so he definitely made me think, gave me a broader kind of um, outlook on health and fitness. Um, so I was able to you know weigh more, but just be a lot more functional, fitter, and faster. Yeah, so you're not. You, there's that misconception with a lot of old school boxing coaches, which is why it's great that you've got your, you've got a good team around you. You've got obviously Mick Maguire yeah. as well, who's a great coach. Yeah. Um, I think you've got Jamie Cahill. Yeah. Neil Perkins. These are guys who've been around like the, the. Boxing the yeah, years. yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then with Anthony offering that strength and conditioning, because he gives you another outlook. Like you say, a lot of boxing coaches say don't lift weights I've been into gyms and they've been like guys have come in like they're, they're best boxers and they've been like yeah. don't lift weights I can see you've been lifting yeah, weights yeah, yeah, what are you yeah, doing yeah. and they go mad at that's them it. but it depends what you're doing if you're going to do isolated movements maybe that's not so great if, you, if you're bulking up just for the that's for the it. sake of bulking but you're doing like you said compound lifts which is um, sort of exercises that incorporate a lot of muscle groups at the yeah. same time isn't yeah. it and, yeah. uh, I especially think, you know uh, muscles like I also find out that you know muscles like the core the glutes, the quads are probably the most important when it comes to any sport, to be fair, but boxing is very, very beneficial that you work on them and you could be able to achieve, obviously, that work through compound lifting. Do you feel like that's where the power comes from, some of yes. those muscle groups that you just mentioned yeah, yeah, as well? Yeah, for, yeah, for sure. So, like, it's been, like, a crazy journey so far to get where you are in such a short space of time mm -hmm. and you seem, like, set on... What you're doing next? You already, like, I can see you like visioning it when you're saying, oh, yeah. when you're talking about the heavyweight division, you're saying, yeah, they're opening that up. Yeah, and it, it's for me to get in there. There's yeah. a spot for me in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so you it. see yourself already. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yes, it's just a matter of it's just a matter of time. I let them do the, what they're doing. Yeah, and in a couple of years, I'll come slide in there. <laughs> so, so what happens <laughs> with that? Is that like vis visualization? You see, you just literally see sit there and I'll you see yourself. See it. Yeah, it is the same as how three years ago I saw me winning the ABA uh, national championships. I knew I was going to win it. Like it's not. I'm, I'm not trying to be like cocky or arrogant. It's just I just knew because it's just the, because of the amount of work I put in. And the constant thinking about it, it will make sure boxing is my priority. Um, so just how I knew I was going to win that is the same way how I know I'm going to be men mentioned with these, you know, big heavyweights. It's just part, all part of the plan. That's inspirational, and it's like because you just think how how you, that's how I like to look at things as well. Is you set these big goals, and you've got yeah. to believe that they can happen. Otherwise, that's what's it. the point? Like, exactly. There's no point, especially in a sport like boxing, where you're getting punched. No one yeah. wants to go and get punched for nothing, yeah, do they? So, it. and like, um, you know what? I'm I'm not the most optimistic person. I'm not I'm really not optimistic. Whenever I have a situation, I always think of the 
I wouldn't think of the always thing of the bad side, but I would always lean towards the, oh, it's, it's half empty. Do you know what I mean? Kind yeah. of thing. But I think with boxing has always been, I know, I just know I'm quite optimistic with it. Is that because you've gone in, you've worked hard and you're seeing the rewards come that, back I think, to you? I think that's what it is. That's just what it is. I feel like whenever I'm in the gym, I'm training, I always think I won't be outworked. I'll always work harder than another person. Um, so I'm always optimistic because I know hard work um, obviously reaps in reward. It's, yeah, it seems that you know, you've set these small little steps to meet a goal and then you're visualising what's yeah. to come. So... What are your plans for the future in terms of, I know it's a bit, you you want to go step by step a little bit and you're still waiting to get into the GBs club, mm. but is it to go pro eventually yeah. and mix with these guys then and, and, yeah, and aim for these these world titles or yeah, the British ulti- titles? And- yeah, the ultimate goal is obviously to become a professional boxer and to earn, and basically have it as a career. Um, and then, you know, learn with, you know, with the, the boxers, you know, at the start. And obviously start to get onto that British level and then every, uh, world level. Yeah, hopefully you'll travel the world and, and everything as well off the, yeah. off the back of this. Um, I was going to bring it to a close, but I just wanted to ask you a few things to like motivate people as well. Put you on the spot a little bit. Mm-hmm. But is there anything in your routine that you would recommend for everyone to do? Or, or just something that you do? in your routine to make sure you, you hit everything else, whether that's waking up early or writing it down or visualising before you start anything? Uh, so, in terms of generic stuff, so if you want to achieve whatever you want to achieve, in terms of generic, I envision what I my goal. So I basically live it for about five minutes a day. So I, I wake up in the morning and I'll generally think and believe that I'm, I've achieved everything I want to achieve and I'm in that position and then that then that gives me a little bit of motivation to then start my run or whatever I do in the morning um, so that's what I do every day for at least five minutes every single day I would genuinely believe that I have achieved everything I've achieved um, through the work that I've done over the past couple of years um, and then I don't know why but for some reason I get that fuel that motivation again to then carry on and you know train the, the max uh, potential um, in terms of just boxing, so very um, um, niche. In terms of boxing, I recommend sprints. Sprints are very, very important. That's one thing I make sure I prioritize in my routine, in my program. Um, so one kilometer and three, well, I won't say sprints, but as fast as you can running. Uh, one kilometer and three kilometers, especially at an amateur level. Um, and hitting your threshold every time and just being in that threshold for a bit. And then um, coming back down, um, and then constantly doing that consistently over weeks, and you, before you know it, you'd be flying in terms of fitness. Fitness is very important. Basically, what I'm trying yeah. to say. Well, it's interesting though because that's against the grain, isn't it? In a way, a lot like um, old school style is run for as long as you can yeah, and no. keep running, but you're going for that really yeah. high high intensity, shorter yeah. distances, that's and, it. and consistent consistent so extreme high intensity over a short period of time um consistently over weeks i feel is at the top apart from the sparring is at the top of my training uh, program and i make sure i prioritize i have a routine for it i write it down all the time my times um that's where i judge 
how fit I am and how mentally strong I am as well. It's not just my fitness is in my mental fitness as well when it comes to high intensity sprint work. Well, it's where it takes you. Yeah, you go into I've been when I do my sprints because I you know I like to say I hit quite quick times, but I don't hit them times without really putting myself through hell mentally. Um, and I feel like if you can just stay in hell for a good couple of seconds yeah. and then come out you will improve <laughs> yeah sure it feels nice when you come back anyway. <laughs> it does, yeah. it does. It, that's kind of touching on that Bruce Lee philosophy of you're competing against yourself you are, and yeah. that's what makes a good athlete so when yeah. you go in you know that's when you can take yourself to that place yeah, I guess yeah, yeah I feel like another thing is yeah that's what like, like touching on that I never really try and compare myself to others as much I always look at myself and think how am I going to improve now on myself I don't think oh he can he can run faster or he can lift heavier why am I not because that just leads to demotivation and depression doesn't it yeah uh, I'm more of a how can I improve on myself how can I get faster time and over time you look back and think oh I've, I've beat that guy I'm quicker this guy I'm stronger than this guy and that's because you've, you've been um, what's it called competing with yourself yeah your mindset is just you know, it's contagious that kind of <laughs> stuff as well. Like uh, a lot of the way you envision it, and then you, you. Well, I'm confident that you're going to do well anyway. Like yeah. I can just see it, and yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing the journey as well, man. So yeah, you have sure. to come back on, and we'll we'll do another one, yeah. one of these podcasts at some stage when you're uh, world champion. Yeah, world, world champion. <laughs> we'll <next>. do it. <laughs> Definitely. But nice one for joining. And uh, is there anything that? You want uh, listeners to see maybe on your Instagram? Have you got a site or? Anything? Oh yeah, well um, yeah, f- uh, you know, follow my social media. So Instagram I use quite often, and uh, Delicious Boxing, uh, and Twitter as well. Uh, Facebook, I'm just Delicious Ori. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, check him out. Thanks for coming, man. Thank I you very much. Nice one. No worries. <laughs>